Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Check. Looks like everything's working pretty good. Um, Hello, uh, Steve Stein here again, and you're joining me on Friday, right before Easter here, but as I told you, I'm not actually live today. You're watching a pre-recording of me, but I did want to finish our discussion about melodic soloing. So if you've been joining me for the last few live sessions, what we've been doing is celebrating the release of my melodic soloing guitar course, which you can head over to guitarzoom.com and check that out, or there's going to be a link in the chat here at some point, I'm sure the... uh, the team will put some links in there that you can check that out. So what we've done is, this is would be our fourth um, live event, but of course, I'm not actually live, but I did want to make this for you. So in the first one, what we were doing is we were learning to visualize our fretboard differently by thinking about triads across the fretboard, whether we're thinking about them as notes or whether we're thinking about them as shapes, okay? And then we started moving into trying to connect those together a bit more and, uh, combining both scales and arpeggios together so it doesn't just sound like you're playing a bunch of arpeggios. And then the last live session I did, we were talking about non-chord tones, chords, notes of the scale that are not the root, the third, or the fifth, really is what we were doing. And learning how those notes can create a bit more color and dissonance, and then we can resolve that very easily by just going to another note and learning how to kind of balance those visual tools. So we're giving our solos purpose, melodic purpose, by trying to emphasize certain notes that uh, work over certain chords, as opposed to just playing everything all the time, right? We're trying to give uh, unique sound and that sort of thing. So today what I want to do is I want to talk to you about the difference between visualizing your fretboard both uh, vertically and horizontally, and how that can make a really substantial difference in your playing. So let's go ahead and get started. And again, if you see the link over there and you want to check out the guitar course, please do so. So basically what we're going to do here is we're going to take the three chords. Let me play a little bit of the track. Again, this is a a, a backing track from Elevated Jam Tracks. Uh, They're available if you go to bandcamp.com. I think it's called Elevated uh, Jam Tracks are available there. And let me rewind this a little bit. So the chords that we're dealing with here are A, D, and F sharp minor. That's basically what we've been doing. So let's listen to this just a little bit here. So here's our A, D, F sharp minor,
that's the basic idea of what we've been learning so far. Now what we want to do is we want to start thinking a little bit more about the movement that we're doing and, and really try and bring in this idea of playing more horizontal. Now this is something that um, really kind of opened my eyes when I was younger by listening to Joe Satriani. And I know there's a lot of other people that did this too. It's just for whatever reason, Joe Satriani, it, it, it um, resonated with me when I would listen to him play and I would watch him play and things like that. So what we're going to do here is we're just going to start thinking about trying to move more, maybe on a single string to get more of that kind of piano sound, where when we're playing vertically, we can use all of our licks. And we want that stuff, no doubt about it. But when we're playing on a single string, and we can add more strings as we go, but if we're playing on just one string, we can't really do all that. It, it really kind of uh, forces us to think about... trying to create melody that way. And what we might do is we can slide, of course. And get those really nice sounds like that. We can do a lot of bending, which is really nice. And get that kind of sound. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and you're getting motivated to take your guitar playing to the next level. Please do me a favor and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help the show grow and reach more rock stars like you who want to improve their guitar playing. Also, I'd love to know what parts of the episode you liked, as well as what you learned. So please share this podcast and tag us at guitarzoom.com on your social post. And now, let's get back to the podcast. I love moving horizontally just simply because it, it makes me feel more like I'm playing melodically. And uh, my phrasing changes dynamically. Uh, you know, it's a large contrast. When that Instead of when I'm playing like that, I'll stay in A major. You know, that kind of stuff that I'll do when I'm playing in more of a, uh, a vertical sense. So what we want to do here is start thinking about moving. And let's just kind of do this, not really worrying about so, many, so much about notes and stuff for now. We're going to bring that in in just a minute here. But I'm just going to start this over, and we're going to listen. So you get some really nice melody by doing that. Now, obviously, the next thing we want to do is start thinking a little bit about where these notes are going to be. So let's break down the A and the D and the F sharp minor and just sort of plant these on the second string. Now, you could do this on any string. You could move anywhere you want. But I'm just doing it on the second string just to kind of give you an idea. So if I was looking for the A, of course, I'm looking for the notes A, C sharp, and 
E, okay? So first thing we have to do here is think about, well, where would we find an A? Well, we'd have an A here, okay? Well, where do we have an E, right? So if we have an A right here, we have an E up here, okay? So there's our E, so we have A and E, and then we have to think, well, where would C sharp be? Well, we could have a C sharp right here, okay? Okay, so right there. Okay, so A. So there's our A chord, okay? So we sort of plant those down. We start thinking about that a little bit. So A, E, and C sharp. Okay, then we go to the D chord. Now we need D, F sharp, and A. So, okay, so that's fine. So we have D. And then we gotta find F sharp and A. Okay, so there we go. So we got those planted now. We're thinking about that. And then we've got F sharp minor that comes up. So we have to start thinking about the F sharp minor, which is gonna be F sharp, A, and C sharp. Okay, so we can create some real basic things here by just thinking about maybe going from you know, whatever, we might go from just the A of the A, and then D comes up, okay? We have to think, well, where do we wanna go over D? Because we have D, F sharp, and A. Well, we're on A right now. Let's drop down to that F sharp. Okay, so we're gonna try and go from here. And then F sharp minor comes up, okay? So what am I gonna do there? Well, I'm gonna move up, and I, I like to do this bend. So I'm gonna bend up to that C sharp right there. So just a real basic idea, just to start building something, okay? So here we go. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and make sure that you tune in tomorrow for the next part of this episode. And as always, stay positive and keep playing. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.